This is the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, episode 154. Hey, thanks so much for listening, and I know you're going to enjoy this episode. So here's the thing. If you want some help setting up your marketing, specifically installing the tools and a system that continually brings in extra listings and sales, we're now accepting private clients. And if we make the decision to work together, you'll be getting proven ideas, an abundance of resources, and some bankable accountability. If you head over to topagentsplaybook.com forward slash private, you'll find a short letter where I share more about the kind of agents we're looking to work with in our private client group. So if you think we might be a fit, I've included a short form so I can learn a bit more about your business and we can set up a time to talk personally. Once again, that's topagentsplaybook.com forward slash private. Thanks so much and enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, the very best tips, tools, and ideas from real estate's top performers. Now, here's your host, Ray Wood. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome back to the show. If you're new to real estate, or even if you're not, and you want to fuel inject your results and your income, I'm going to suggest you grab a notebook and a quiet space and listen to my interview with super agent Tim Heaviside. You'll come away with some ideas and priorities to start implementing the changes that you're looking for. That much I can guarantee. Tim is director and auctioneer at Fletcher's, a dominant brand in Melbourne's highly competitive eastern suburbs. He came in at number 13 on this year's REB Australian list of real estate's top 100 agents. And let's take a quick look at his numbers. He's been in real estate for 17 years and has a support team of four. For the 12 months leading up to June 30, 2019, Tim listed 140 homes, sold 111 with an average days on market time of 35 and an average sale price of just over 1.5 million. Special thanks to Tim for taking some time out of his busy day to share his strategies and tips. And as usual, Tim shares something else that's even more powerful. All of that and more coming right up. The Top Agents Playbook Podcast is proudly brought to you by Jiggler. Jiggler is the creative, do-it-yourself, online marketing platform top agents are flocking to. Build everything in minutes right on your desktop. From marketing flyers, reports, lead generators, and social media posts, Jiggler has hundreds of templates waiting for you to customize, download, and print or post. Get started today. And try Jiggler free at Jiggler.com. That's J-I-G-G-L-A-R.com. Well, Tim Heaviside, welcome back to the show. How are you, my friend? Tip top, mate. Fantastic. Lovely to see you. Uh, and uh, and welcome back. Um, we're doing this interview because you uh, are still being a rock star in the uh, RAB Top 100 Agents. Um, is this... Uh, this is not the first year you've been there, is it? No. Um, in the top 100? Yeah. Uh, I'd say it's the, the I think, off memory. Um, I've been floating anywhere around 17 in the country, 19. I was 13. I was number nine and I'm 13 again. So okay. I'm okay. around there every year. You're, um, you're uh, hovering in the, uh, in the upper reaches. That's awesome. Tell me... Um, uh, markets come back since the election, I understand, or things are, things are looking good, some improvement in Melbourne? 
Yeah, I had four options on the weekend, sold all four. Nice. And listed three properties, so it was a good day for me on Saturday. Okay, okay. What's uh, what's new and different and interesting that you're doing, or you're just sticking to your sticking to the tools and doing the things that work? I'm finding when the market's off a little bit, that's when you really have to work fairly hard and then be consistent in your game. Yep. Uh, and I've got the rewards from that from a lot of consistency. Yep. And it's a fantastic opportunity to take some market share when the when the market was off a little bit. Yep. And then when it comes back on, and I've been able to retain virtually my whole team. I, I lost one part timer. Yep. And so I've still got all that IP, and I'm hitting the uh, the ground running. That's good. That's good. What about your marketing? You doing anything different? I'm always doing something different. Okay. Uh, I think you've got to keep reinventing the wheel, looking at different things. Uh, so at the moment, every auction that I do, I video, professionally right. video. Yep. And then I get that edited. Uh, so I've got that as a listing tool. Uh, so I tried to get um, an edited version of that video for about 40 seconds to a minute. Yep. That I can quickly um, text or email to a potential vendor just to give them an impression because I think for us in Melbourne, uh, the <coughs> excuse me, I'm just recovering from a little cold. Okay. The um, the uh, the the actual ultimate listing presentation for us is the auction. Yep. So having yeah. those four options, they all sold. Yeah. Uh, not all yeah. under the hammer. Three under the hammer, and uh, the one that I didn't sell under the hammer still sold through negotiation. But I had three bidders. Yeah. So it really yeah. tells a story, and that's you know in itself the the best listing presentation. I think you can you can generate. Yeah, okay, I'd, I'd agree with that. Um, you, you post it to social media or you set up a, uh, a YouTube channel or you just send it to your clients? So I've got my own personal website. So it goes right. on there, um, goes on YouTube, which that, that's the main source where people can, can view it. Check it out. But yep. also on Facebook, company Facebook, Instagram, um, wherever we can get it out. So yep. Yep. that's all handled for me internally. Okay, okay, nice. Um, and that's, uh, yeah, that's just such strong social proof, isn't it, when you've got um, a successful auction and people can just look at it and that does all your marketing for you, I guess. Um, what about yeah. your, um, you'd have a pretty huge database of, of, uh, of future clients? I do. And I say it to anyone that's starting off in the industry and those that are maybe watching this video, I'm not really sure how it works. So essentially, if you can build up to a database where you've got a contact list of about 500 people, right? and generally what happens, Ray, that 10% of that database will sell in a year, so that's 50 transactions. That's a fair amount, but you're not going to sell 50 out of that. Um, so you might get maybe 10 or 20% really is your first year, that type of thing, and yep. you're going to be on five, 10, 10 sales type of thing. Yep. Um, yep. And that's how people get to that point. I'm blessed with longevity in the business that, I'm coming up to nearly 18 years in the business and I've been able to really refine my database to where it is now. So yep. it's, a, it's a lot bigger than 500. Yep. Um, so uh, we're around about 5,000. But, um, you know, they don't get contacted a daily sort of rude regime or anything like that, but we're forever in touch with my database and that is a good source for me to continue to prospect. Yeah. <laughs> And there's various ways I prospect. So um, people can get on the phone and, and ring, which I do. Yep. Always prospecting. And um, You set up time for that each morning? I'm a dedicated prospector 
all day. So right. when I'm in the car, an appointment, driving home in the morning, I, I rang three people just driving here this morning. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't have that mindset where, oh, well, I have to block out a certain time and, and prospect. I'm thinking about people all the time. All the time. But I do have a structure so that I work towards. Um, but um, I just find it's just good to just get on with it and just just contact people. Um, I'm just sort of not obsessed, but I've got that uh, mindset that I'm wanting, I'm hungry to, to get in, involved and, and speak to people and serve others. Yeah. And by doing that, you, you ultimately win. But other than calling people, which is which is the best, by the way, I also do things like uh, movie nights where we have one or two um, movie nights a year where we might have a good movie. I'll invite my database and see who comes along and might have a, you know, whatever the movie is, let's call it James Bond or something like that. Yeah. And um, they come along and there's 500 people in the audience. We have chock top popcorn, um, drinks, that type of thing. I get up and do a little presentation, a little bit of a thank you. And you do that one or two times a year. That That's a really nice connector. Yeah. I mean, it's a good prospecting tool. Yep. Um, yep. Besides that, every single movie at that cinema has an ad. Um, so every single movie has an ad. Um, For one so, of your opposition. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, a Tim ad, I'm assuming. That's right, it's a Tim yeah. ad. Yeah, yeah. So lots of, lots of various ways of prospecting. It's not just the normal get on the phone and, and prospect. Yeah. We do letterbox drops, you know, just listed, just sold, and inviting people to the auction. I have a coffee van at all of my auctions. So, and that's promoting and, and prospecting in that respect too. Um, every time that uh, someone refers me to a, um, a new client, I, get, I give them a, a, a Westfield voucher. I give them a, um, a, a meal voucher to a, a specific restaurant that's to those, those type of clients that I've built up a rapport with, uh, the owner of the restaurant. And so when they come in, they give me a, a pump and a plug and things like that are prospecting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that's cool. So that's fun. It's clever. And then you, you go yeah. and eat there and the restaurant owner tells, oh, you know, Josie came in and, and spoke about you and I gave yeah. you a good pump. Thanks so much, Paul, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's awesome. Um, what about uh, for your um, your advice? You, you touched before on uh, if, if, you were, if you were just starting in real estate. Give us a couple of tips if somebody said, Tim, what should I do? I want to. I want to get my numbers up. I want to crack the REB top one hundred. What would you? What's a What's a couple of pearls of wisdom that you'd in, that you would impart? Uh, I would. I would guide you to really work hard on getting that that five hundred. The contact yep. list up to five hundred. Five hundred. Yep. Yeah. Get and it just generally starts with your friends and family and and contacting and you ask the question who Who do you know that's considering selling? That's a good question to ask anyone. Just keep yeah. asking people all the time. Yeah. Sort of get in your head. Who do you, who do you know that's considering selling, right? Yeah. And that that, is, that just opens up doors for you. Uh, so ask really good questions. Um, and I found from a prospecting point of view, if you can get get on with a, a fellow director, if you're starting off as a, as a sales person, and try and get on the door to, to um as in do some open for inspections and yep. you don't have to get paid for it. And then when you're at the open for inspection, just clear it with the director or whoever you're doing the open for inspection with. So if I was to get a lead, would it be okay that I could 
share that listing with you? And, you know, in- inevitably that person, of course, would say yes. Yep. And so the questions that you would then ask at the door to a, a, um, a person, a buyer that's coming through the door, so um, what's, your, what's your situation at the moment? And they might say, oh, we're looking to buy. I say, oh, okay, so where, where do you live presently? Oh, we, we live in Surrey Hills. Okay, so if you buy this particular property, what would you do with yours in Surrey Hills? Yep. We'd and that question it. opens up everything up. Well, yeah. You consider saying, okay, well, yeah. that's, if that's the case, have you had Fletcher's provide an advice on, on your home recently? Yep. And that, that question, that just completely opens things up for you and it's a very clever way of prospecting. And that script there will work, I promise, someone that's been in the business for one minute or... Yep for 100 years, yeah. which we're celebrating, by the way, 100 years of business there, 100 years. There you go. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fletchers. That's awesome. I found, Tim, just on that, on the on the uh, the, the buyer who could be a seller, You, I guess you never know when they first come in the door, do, do you? And, um, uh, and you know what it's like in Melbourne, you could have 60, 100 people through an open house in, in the first sort of 15, 20 minutes or something if it's, if it's a popular one, goes crazy. So yeah. I would often say, um, you know, have you seen through before? Uh, and they'd say yes or no or whatever. I'd say, cool. Um, would you like me to let you know if it's going to be sold? Uh, and I'd, I'd say that up the front. Um, uh, uh, Pete Benison taught me that years ago in, in Armadale. It was, a gr- it was a great question because what I'm really looking to do is to get their, is to get their contact info. Because I was finding I'd be saying, hey, are you, are you going to sell before you buy? And they'd get very sheepish about uh, mm-hmm. parting with the number because they were, yeah, they were, they were petrified I was going to stalk to, I mean, follow them up um, <laughs> to, to find out what's going on. I think that's really, really good advice. Um, somebody new who's starting out, I really like that. Your first 500, get to, get to your 500 contacts. Have and, that goal. Have 500. Yeah. So otherwise, if you don't have a goal and a plan to do it, um, and just get get to um, other agents, particularly the the fat cats that have been in the industry for a while. They're probably lazy. They don't want to. They don't want to make calls or anything like that. Yeah. If you can go to one of their most recent sales campaigns that just sold. They yeah. won't be ringing that list. No. There might be you know thirty, fifty, hundred groups of buyers that have come through a campaign. Do you mind if I ring these lists? And I just say absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to call them. Yeah. And then you ring those people and say, look, Stephen's just uh, provided me. Um, I know you went through this open for inspection with Stephen or with um, Mary or whoever the agent was, and and then you just follow them up, and then yep. you get it, you put them in, you find out that they're looking to sell, maybe not now, but in the future, yep. and that becomes a contact. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I think that's really good advice. I think that's awesome advice. All right, well, let's wrap it up. Thank you so much for your time this morning, and uh, congrats on on being a rock star again. So um, uh, maybe get back into single figures next year love to do i'd love yeah. to do that but um yeah. i don't really mind about the number it's like golf you really play your own game yeah yeah that's awesome well congratulations and thank you so much for your time this morning tim thank you so much ray you enjoy your okay. day too thanks buddy take care bye It's no coincidence real estate's top agents use real estate's best software. Locked On is so popular with top producers because it's laden with features, but so easy to use at the same time. Backed by the number one support team in the industry, agents say Locked On is fast, reliable, and like having two assistants. 
If your real estate software and systems are holding you back, why not experience the ultimate cloud-based solution and take your productivity to the next level? To get your free 30-day trial and for special discount for life deal, go to LockedOn.com forward slash Ray. 